Hey, homegirl, did you know that the number one customer complaint in home building has nothing to do with the product or service? It actually has everything to do with the communication skills of the employees. And I started coaching a Managing Difficult Conversations course, and it really resonated with all people in the industry, not just in sales. But I want to share it a little tidbit of it with you today in hopes that you may feel more empowered going into a difficult conversation with a customer when the experience may have fallen short of their expectations. So first of all, let's just acknowledge the elephant in the room. There is never going to be a perfect process for anybody in home building. It's very complicated, right? From start to finish, there's so many people and processes involved in going from buying the home, buying the lot, getting permits on the lot, building the house, the vendors, the subcontractors, the supply chain. And then you've got your financing on top of that and settlement and attorneys and so on and so forth. It's a long process. And our job is to make it as easy and as fun as possible for our customers. But if we're being honest, guys, there are going to be times when stuff doesn't go as planned, right? We don't get a certificate of occupancy, you, you know, a uh, uh, siding color is no longer available, right? Or a customer goes in their house and there's a flood in the house, you know, some pipe was leaking and they discovered it, not us. Or their loan fell through last minute. All of these are things that happen all the time in our industry. And what we need to do is be prepared in how we're going to handle those conversations when they come up. When a customer reaches out to us with a concern, what do we do next? So here is my skill steps that I use for managing difficult conversations when it comes to a customer. First and foremost, you're going to ask a lot of questions. I want you to make sure that you give that customer a platform to express all of their concerns and make sure that you fully understand it. Now, this is a tricky one if you've been in the industry a while because you've probably heard things time and time again. And so you want to jump to the solution. You want to jump to the resolution because you know, hey, I've had a washing machine leak. Here's what we did. I'm going to fix this for you. But that can happen later. Let the customer kind of vet out their feelings and concerns before you jump to a solution. So that's step number one listen. Okay. And then I want you to acknowledge their feelings. I want you to say something like, wow, that sounds really tough. I get I get that. Or this is uncommon. I'm so sorry that you're experiencing this. I'm here to help you. Um, do not be afraid to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If something went wrong, admit fault. Did you know that hospitals actually have an apology protocol? So if something goes wrong in a surgery, part of their, their protocol in order to minimize lawsuits is to formally apologize. And I think sometimes we might be a little nervous to apologize because we think if we admit fault, then we have to give some big thing to somebody to compensate for the error. But I don't want you to think about it that way. I want you to think about being a human being that has compassion and empathy, and you've got a customer in front of you who's unhappy, and you are sorry about that. You want them to have the best experience possible. And what, what has happened is outside of our control, yes, uh, maybe no, <laughs> but we still have an obligation to say, I'm sorry that this is the experience you're having. This is not what we expect for our customers, and I'm here to help. So ask questions, validate, acknowledge, you know, apologize if necessary. And then I want you to recap. I want you to say, just so I'm making sure that we're on the same page, here's everything that's happened. And if they've expressed what they want 
as a resolution. And here's what you're expecting that we do to fix it. Is that right? The reason I want you to do that is because it helps the customer know that you truly were actively listening, that you care and concern, and it helps you identify any misunderstandings before you get to offering a solution. Okay. And then after we get confirmation that yes, we're on the same page, we all agree. You're going to kind of like choose your own adventure. If you have the ability to solve the problem, which I love first person resolution, I love solving a problem as quickly as you can. I want you to then present a solution, give timelines and guidance, make sure you do not overcommit to something that you cannot promise. That is just going to set you up for another difficult conversation and then gain commitment that they're on board with that and then follow through. So if it's, you're going to have a washer by the end of next week, Make sure by the end of next week, they get a washing machine. Call them when it's supposed to be installed. Make sure that they're happy, okay? If you get to that choose your own adventure point in the conversation and you need to buy time to figure out the solution, a really great thing to say is, I'm here to help you. I need a few hours to get with my team to come up with the best solutions that we can offer you. Can I get back to you today by four? And then follow up before four o'clock. Be proactive, be on top of it and communicate. I cannot stress enough how simple this may sound, but it will make your life so much easier if you listen, if you empathize, and if you give clear guidance and follow through. Those are the number one things that we hear on customer surveys in home building as to why they are dissatisfied customers. It's not that something went wrong. Most people understand that life happens. Most people understand the concept of human beings building houses can be you know, a margin of error, but what they can't tolerate is aggressive behavior, being rude, being snappy, being short, not following through, not communicating clearly, not returning calls, so on and so forth. So I hope you guys found this helpful. I know we are in an era of really high customer expectations, and that doesn't mean you have to throw in the towel. It just means you need to change your approach, be a little bit more empathetic, and get out there and help make a difference and improve your customer journey. And at the end of the day, guys, happy customers equals referrals, which equals growth in business. So this is a skill set worth developing and worth investing for you, for your sanity, for your customers, for their enjoyment, and for your company, for their growth and profitability. Have a great day.